0: It's season three and we're back. No more waiting for those three dots to appear after a risky late night text. Forget about what you're going to wear to Target in case you run into your ex-boyfriend's new wife. This season is about to be such a vibe that it's also a complete mood. So ladies, plug in your salt lamps, tell your mom you'll call
1: her back later, and then get in formation. And if you're ready to live your truth... They only have three words for you. Let's go, girls. I'm Molly, but I am not so meek. Welcome to season three of the podcast, you guys. I'm kind of still dying over that intro. I had all intentions of re-recording it in my voice, but honestly, it was just too fucking good in his. So I had to leave it, at least for this first one. It's just, it's honestly just everything. And I am so excited for this entire season because I just feel like it's gonna be very magical, just like that intro. <laughs> Hi, BBs. So I'm really excited. This episode is actually with a couple of my stylists from the salon. We all hopped on and just did a little bit of a round table and what it started out as was not how it ended, which that is life. So I honestly love how organic this conversation ends up and it winds up on the topic of money in manifesting and being really raw and vulnerable about all of our current situations and how success doesn't always feel on the inside, how it looks to the world on the outside with social media and such. But first, enjoy this blooper of me and my bae <laughs> when we were recording a few weeks ago. I just found it, and it's just hilarious. And I apologize in advance for my chewing on air. Enjoy! Mhm. Okay. I can cut whatever off, too. Okay. What does it say? Your address. It always hits to like Pings the location And that's what it makes the title Until you change it Uh, Like I have ones from your like West Virginia address So that morning daddy that you're staring at Is me coming
2: Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm just seeing if it's like doing the
1: or, like, the voice peak? For the, Yeah. For the... dishwasher. Oh, fuck. Pop it open. Here, we can...
2: And we are live on air today with Molly and Flan Echo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm actually really, really excited to do this episode because it's with half of my tribe. And I think this is gonna be something a little different than what you have listened to if you listen to my podcast before. Because normally it's either me just jabbing away or a one-on-one interview situation. But today there's four of us fucking amazing women. So I'm just gonna kind of go down the table say your name, um, and you can just say hi, what's up, whatever, just so we can all kind of connect a uh, voice to the name. So Gabby, hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> I'm
0: Gabby. Um, I'm the esthetician at Salon Echo. I've known Molly for literally, like, how many years now? Like, s- five years? I would Since say like at least
2: five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So crazy, long time. It's been a long road, and we finally are here. (laughs) All right, Kim, how are you? I am good. Uh, My name is Kim Kimberly. Either one's fine. Um, I've, or I am a hairstylist at the salon as well. I specialize in balayage and bridal. Um, My passion is in bridal, and I've known Molly, similar to Alyssa, like through school, Mm -hmm. and then just kind of branching out from there and establishing a relationship outside of that yeah yeah i'm so glad you're here thank you what up liz welcome back (laughs) (laughs) oh she's muted oh what okay now you're good guys hear hear me yeah mercury in retrograde yeah mercury is coming for what i fucking just tell you guys Okay, but yeah, it's me, it's Alyssa from last <laughs> week's class. Back at it again. <laughs> We're back, but it's never. <laughs> so I'm excited. Uh, the four of us are really just going to kind of dive in and not really waste any time. But we decided, well, I decided, I coerced them all into this, um, <laughs> that we are ready to kind of let the veil down, be a little vulnerable, and share you guys something not on our highlight reel. And just kind of go over some experiences that we've been going through. Of course, everything kind of set in motion because of the pandemic. Um, and then we all essentially at the same time quit what we were doing to move in this direction together. Um, and start this salon in this new journey as a collective group. And it ain't as easy as it be looking on social media. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nobody is little- looking good though. Who, we do it make look it look good. real good
0: yeah that is the pop popping, girl yeah those
2: presets <laughs> really be coming through for a bit those
0: presets <laughs> can make anything look good baby <laughs> they really can they really get some can. some presets girl your life will look a hell of a lot
2: better it'd be looking real good i'm actually in the process of creating my own presets so i'm kind of excited about that because yes, I have yeah. Presets. yeah i mean yeah, you're like the preset queen It's just like an aesthetic for me. I literally was like sitting on the couch the other night (laughs) with Ian going through all of our pictures, and there's pictures of like him and all the boys in like our hats. And I like singularly like cropped him out of like them so I could just have one of him in it. And I put a preset on it. He goes, did you just set my face? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I did. He was like, why? And I was like, I like even my camera roll to like have an aesthetic. (laughs) L- That's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> like it, like, it ate all those colored glasses everywhere. <laughs> right. Literally. It just is what it is. Um, but yeah, okay, so we're just gonna like dive into it and just paint a really maybe not so pretty picture for you guys, but my reason behind this is I think especially I can attest to like my followers and like my friends and family and people that kind of seemingly like look up to me. I feel like they see this picture painted. And I mean, like you just said, like rose colored glasses, right? Everything always is how I want it to appear. Um, And I try to stay a little more on the vulnerable side and I'm like real as I can be, but I think they see this big dream that just like kind of got accomplished overnight. Um, And they think that it is kind of more unobtainable than it actually is. Um, I'm sure they just see all of the glamour and all of like the success that comes from it that I post about it. Um, but they don't know that my bank account goes negative almost every month at this point. And it's just like not always fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, you know, we said this right before we hit record, but I'm circling back to it, Gabby, because I think that it's really important. Um, we were saying how, you know, everybody can struggle. Everybody has the choice to struggle like us, because right now we are kind of all on the struggle bus at some capacity. And like, Gabby, kind of go into what you're saying. Like, not everybody wants to do that. Like, not everybody is, like, ready for that or, like, ready for that zone.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, just from my perspective, one of my biggest things that I've always said to myself is you can't really be a victim of your circumstance. And um, I grew up in a really, really poor, um, povertyous kind of environment. Um, so, you know, a lot of those people, if they ever did get to a point where they were making, you know, any amount of money that was kind of decent, put food on the table, you know, they weren't going to do anything to jeopardize dep- to that. Right. And for me, I have been in that position and I have been in a position that was, you know, better than what I grew up in, but I did throw that away because I wanted to do better. Yeah. And, you know, in the process of all of that, um, right now I'm broke as fuck. I yeah. literally have like $27 in my bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that that is going to like propel me in a better, mm-hmm. in a better way in a year, you
2: know? Oh, for sure.
0: Um, but again, like, you know, what I was saying before we started, people are so afraid to put themselves in a circumstance that can cause them to struggle. But I promise you, you're never going to get anywhere if you don't struggle. Yeah. The road to success is fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. and I am really starting to come to terms with that at this point, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's something that's really hard for a
2: lot of people. Yeah, I think it's really hard. You know, everybody can talk about how, like, oh, you know, you have to get outside of your comfort zone if you want, you know, what the next level is or your success, um, but everybody myself included I have a really hard time of letting go of my comfort zone when I'm getting ready to like up level to like the next version of myself I Um, cling to that fucking comfort like no other I like go go, literally like scraping away from it um because it's hard and it's change and I know that in life the only thing honestly constant is change um and one thing that uh one of my mentors page which I know a lot of you guys follow and some of my listeners do too um has said is you know, we want change and we want different. So we're all in this, in this journey together because we wanted something different. And yeah. a lot of things kind of come into our focus um, and it can look bad or negative or like, fuck, everything is just happening all at once. Like I'm screwed, I'm broke, I can't get this, I can't do that. And those are all things that are different than what we're used to. But we just associate it to something bad because that's what we've been taught. And that's how society has raised us. So in the grand scheme of things, like what we want is happening. It's just not happening like really pretty and like rainbows and puppies and you know what I mean? And like we get so focused on like success only being those good things, but like, I'm gonna tell you what, like it has been years since my bank account has gone negative, especially this many times. And that's fucking different. And I was just talking to Paige about this last week. Like, I'm honestly celebrating that because the thing is, especially since we're on this big topic of money, money is just energy. Like everything else, it is energy. So as it flows out of my account, it is making room for more to flow into my account. And I just, like you said, Gabby, like I've gotten really like clear and like more comfortable with the fucking uncomfortable (laughs) because it's
1: not Yeah, That's
2: what I was going to say. Go ahead, Kim. Oh, I was just... She said, I was going to make the point that for me, it was, I had to get really uncomfortable to be in enough really shitty situations to realize that that wasn't what I wanted to direct me to something that I didn't know I wanted because it was worth taking the jump because all the, the other shit was so horrible. So yeah. it was like, I realized being that uncomfortable, I was willing to be uncomfortable, but my own choosing, Yeah, if that makes sense. Well, and it's like, at what cost of your happiness is your comfort zone? You know what I mean? Like, well, one, something ahead, that like
0: Alex. propelled me into, um, kind of making the decision to switch to echo and, you know, completely burn my clientele to the ground that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was struggling before yeah. I was barely scraping by before, and yeah. I was doing that for somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, you know, that was never going to change. They were never going to change that for me. Yeah. So I sat down with myself and, you know, I'm the only person that can make that happen for me. And, you know, if I have $27 in my bank account now, honestly, I probably still would have had that working for somebody else. And I never would have gotten out of that situation ever. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck and it just, not just it just
2: probably feels different now because like you said, like you were doing that for someone else. And like, they were more responsible, but now you just feel a different weight because you feel like it's all on you, probably, yeah. mm-hmm. so it just feels different, but it's like still like you're saying, seemingly the same. yeah, I mean yeah. I'm struggling same energy I'm, I'm struggling
0: yeah. on any on any aspect, so mm-hmm. why not just go for what I want to do and eventually come out on top because of that?
2: Yeah, Kim, That's- what do you always say? <laughs> I'd rather struggle with you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously, Mm. might as well have it be what you want, because you're going to struggle regardless, so, like, choose your your poison, you know, basically. Well, like, Alyssa, uh, like, she's just, like, fucking around with two contracts right now, (laughs) because she wanted to do what she wanted to do. Two rents, and I have been not used to, like, I'm barely breaking even, (laughs) like, I'm making any money at this point, I'm barely keeping my head above water, because... One, it's slow month right now and yeah. last month and bang two rents freaking sucks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know that it's temporary. I just keep telling myself it's temporary and it's for such a good reason. And I'm going to feel so that I made the jump and then I did this and that I did struggle because mm-hmm. it's gonna be so worth it. Yeah, and as much as this sucks to say, barely breaking even is better than being extremely negative. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. like trying to say, like, just be thankful for what you have. But, you well, know, honestly, it could be worse. First time this month, and I've never had that ever, ever, ever happen. And it it shocked me. I was so scared, so sad. But I'm like, if I needed to ask for help, I can. I hate asking for help. And like, I just feel like... Me. <laughs> we all don't like to receive oh, well. trust me, babe. <laughs>
0: literally, I'm not going to lie. Um, and this is something that I have had to work on, um, is actually sitting with myself and telling myself what the problems are. I've been somebody who has, like, brushed it under the rug so much. Um, I paid my rent yesterday. Mm-hmm. I literally paid my rent yesterday. It was the 8th. And, you know, all of those late fees, they you know, they stacked up, but finally I laid down my pride and I asked for help and I got my rent paid for next month as well. <laughs> so what? if you just ask sometimes, and for the most, most of the time, you will receive that.
2: I know. It's just oh, like being like so hard on yourself. And like you said, that pride, it's really fucking yeah. hard to lay down your ego. I'm but proud when you. you do, like it, you're like, why didn't I do that sooner? Like I've been on my bullshit for so long and literally making yourself sick because of like the Mm -hmm. burden. Mm -hmm. And David's good for because he's like, Alyssa, do you, he's like, I'm just going to reverse psychology your ass. And you always are telling me these things. And now I'm going to tell you, Like, how can you expect anything to change or get better if you don't ask for help, if you really need it. And you know, you're going to be on your own until you ask for help. Like uh, I'm going to be sh- less. I tell someone my problems and Oh, it's just so hard. Cause I, I just know, don't. I-, I was horrible in that kind of situation. I don't want to seem like I failed to anyone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was talking to my mom yesterday and you know, my help that I got yesterday came from Jason and um, like my mom was talking to me about it and she was like, you know, you guys are raising a family together. You have a house. She was like, It is going to start to hurt his feelings if you don't ask him for help and you don't involve him with things. Mm -hmm. And I never really thought about it that way. I never thought about it in the sense that you know he's going to think that I don't trust him enough to help me and that I'm not
2: open to him helping me. Like masculine, like that's their role. Like yeah,
0: I just you read those text messages, Mall. Like he was like, of course, whatever you need, we're in this together. Like I love you so much. Like you know, oh. I have your back and it's yeah. like, you're, I, I do know that. And I don't know why I like shut you out so much, but for some reason it's like, you know, again, it's your ego that you are like listening to and you're just letting it control your life. And it's literally going to ruin it if you keep letting yeah. that happen.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's such a I good I just want to pl- say really quick Liz, I think you keep going. Like your microphone keeps going in and out. I don't know if it's yeah. Is your setting you something like yours? Your phone set on something? Sometimes that happens. Now better. Can you me better now? I don't. know. I think yeah. when you go to talk, if the audio doesn't like initially like hear you, it like mutes you the whole time. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. I, I'm not connected to any Wi-Fi, so hopefully it gets better. It's better now <laughs> that you're not sitting on something. Yeah, I think it's better now. I'll just lay down then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hold your phone. It'll be better. Yeah, it's better.
2: Um, but just piggybacking off of that, like, so not that it's the masculine's job to provide for us and give us money. What I mean by that is, like, the masculine, and this can be, like, in a male or a female. I'm just talking about, like, the masculine energy. Like, that role is to provide and to do the things. Um, and then the feminine, like, that energy and, like, that role is to, be and to receive. So like a lot of times, you know, we all just said this in our own kind of like terminology, but that whole, like, I was just having this conversation with Paige last week because I was going through it and I was like, you know, I've had that, like, I don't need a man mentality. And she was like, okay, well, like men and money are like the same, like love and money are the same. It's like a very similar energetic vibrational like source. And she was like, so you saying like, I don't need a man to do this or support for me. It's basically you saying to the universe, like, I don't need money. I don't need supported by financial like things. Mm, yeah. Mm, fuck. fuck. So, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like, <okay>. yep. <laughs> Capacity is capacity. Like how we do one thing is how we're going to do everything. So it's yeah. like, mm, yep, makes sense. <laughs> You're basically just said. cutting yourself off from everything by saying you don't need something. Correct. Like
0: if I keep saying like, I don't need him, I don't need this, that's, it's very clear what happened with me. It completely cut me off from any financial help that I was going to be able to get. And just by asking, it was so simple. I sent him one text message, one message. Yeah. Of course, babe, it's yours. What do you need? I am here to help you. Yeah, totally.
2: Mm -hmm. Just just be in there. (laughs) It's like they... They want to support us and they like want to do the things for us. And I think, like you were saying, like what your mom said, like, you know, eventually he's gonna be like upset and hurt and be like, Well, I don't understand. Like this is an us thing. Like, why am I not allowed to help when you need help? Because, yeah. you know, we would do the same thing for them. I don't know how many times, like, I've done things for, you know, my boyfriend and right. he always is like, Well, can I help you? Like, what can I do? And I'm like, No. And he's like okay well like don't get evicted like don't be dumb and like fuck around and get evicted or something like let me help you
0: we're so fucking dumb like literally we would do i, no, I would I would, I would get evicted before i would ask for help and that's so fucking independent woman, fucking who who it? It? like last month i was getting
2: like eviction notices and i was like well thank god it's a panorama and they actually can't legally evict me <laughs> <laughs> God, we're (laughs) fucking stupid. Like, I'm so dumb. I, like, fuck myself over constantly in these situations. I know. And even if my account was in the negative, if David needed help, I would drop everything. I would put my account more in the negative. (laughs) He literally, like, didn't want to buy a sweater the other day at Old Navy because he was like, oh, it's like, he's like, I don't need it. It's too expensive. I said, I'll get it for you. I have no fucking money for that. (laughs) I do the same thing. (laughs) And then anytime he's like, oh, babe, I'll get that for you. Oh, do you want me to do this? Like, do you want me to do that? And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. And deep inside, I'm like, oh, I'm like, what is wrong yeah. with me? I don't know. <laughs> I had so much guilt around this weekend. Like, Ian bought us, like, 4-0 after the grand opening, and then afterwards, me and Liz went to Hyde Park, and he, like, bought our yes. dinner there. And, I mean, homeboys, like, fourth year medical school, like, he, he's, a, he got no job, like, he pays to go to school every day, like, he pays to work, and I'm, like, what the fuck, I felt so bad, but, like, he wanted to do that, and, like, he yeah. wouldn't have, if he couldn't have, you know, um, it is so this so really reminds me, about those things, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so I was kind of talking to you, Molly, like, a week or so ago, about money, mm-hmm. I've always, like, you even asked my family, like, back to my childhood, I was always worried about money. Like they'd give us on our first family vacation, they gave us a hundred bucks each and said, you can spend this wherever you want. And you know, we grew up poor. So our first vacation was like probably fifth grade or so, which I mean, that's awesome. But you know, when you're younger, everyone's going on vacation. So we go on vacation and I don't use the hundred bucks, but I keep asking them to buy me stuff <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, she'll make, you know, $10 out of a penny. And it's like, that's just how I am because I'm very conservative because I'm always afraid it's not going to be there. But mm-hmm. if you keep having that mindset that it's never going to be there you never spend it, it's not, never going to be there or, you know, you're never going to have the money. So I started mm-hmm. listening to the book you recommended about good. you're a badass making money or I whatever. Either. And so far it's really good. And it's actually a, it's like hit on so many of my thoughts that I've had in the prior years, and it's like bringing it all together. And I'm like, holy mm-hmm. fuck! Okay, universe. I know that Molly's in my life for a reason. And <laughs> of them. I just bought yeah. that book for David for Christmas. It's really I'm gonna have crazy. to feel it, like, it now and read it. <laughs> it is. It's the you are about us at making money, and it walks you through like a lot of exercises and just like thought provoking situations where you're like, huh, okay because it's if like you're always in the lack you're always gonna lack. yeah sure. and yeah. it's hard because like we essentially take on the belief systems that our parents inherently like pass down to us and yeah. even now like I have situations <clears throat> with my family where it's like we don't believe the same things when it comes to finances and it's hard because like you know when I went through my it divorce is- they loaned me money and then they just helped me not get evicted last month and loaned me more money So it's like, I'm still energetically attached to their beliefs financially. And it's really frustrating and really hard because I'm trying to like move and refocus into a different direction when I'm still getting back tied to like, nope, you're not focused enough. You're not like through that lesson. You've still got shit to learn. You have still got to work through this in order to like literally let go of that like system in their beliefs. Cause I always was like, you know, money is hard to get money is hard to make. And then it's like, that was my belief system. So I feel like I have to work really, really hard for my money or it's really hard to stay in my bank account once I have the money. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. exactly how I feel. I grew up poor as fuck and like my dad zeroed my whole entire family's bank accounts out. Like yeah. I, my, we all had to move in together. It was a fucking mess for the longest time. Yeah. and now I am feeling like the repercussions of that too and like my the way I want to handle my money and the way I want to make money and is not aligned with everyone else it's a whole change in the mindset and it's gonna take a long time (laughs) I I I try to get that across to everybody and it's just not hitting home and I just have I've been accepting that but, like, my – I feel like everyone in my, my family is like that. Like, you need to make money. You need to do this. You need to do this. You can't have this. Like, if you want to do this, you need to do this. And I'm like, it's not – it doesn't have to be that complicated. And, like, that's just not how I feel. I'm breaking that cycle. So, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: I grew up in a really, like, poor mindset, too. Like, you know, my parents were divorced. And um, I, I don't – My Molly, you know this. But my dad was an addict. He's, like, in recovery now. But – I don't know,
2: like, I,
0: I mean, I grew up in a really, 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 like, poor environment, town, like, you know, I graduated with, like, 32 kids in my class, like, we were one of the poorest schools, like, in the state of Ohio, like, I think when I was in high school, it was, like, the third poorest school in the state of Ohio, like, yeah. I don't know, I mean, and it, but it is hard, it's so hard to get out of that, like, mindset of, like, well, we're just gonna be poor. And that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like, because that's kind of how I grew up. It was just, you're poor and that's just how it is. Everybody else is poor. So
2: just, you are deal, too. With just deal with yes. it. You are too. Well, yeah. And now my, my family has come out of that now and they do have money, but they, aren't, they don't change their, I don't know. I can't even really explain it because now it's like all about money yeah mm-hmm. like you didn't have it yes it's mm-hmm. like no middle ground like you didn't have it and it was such a lack in your life and now you do have it but it's it, it, I, I don't know it's such a yeah. it just messes with my brain because I just it's really don't think
0: I've I've kind of tried to explain this to Jason a couple times because Jason and I grew up um a lot different Um, for everybody listening Jason's my boyfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> we grew up a lot different, you know, his, his dad was an engineer and his mom was a stay at home mom. Um, they weren't like super rich by any means, but you know, I, Jason never really wanted for much. Um, I'm sure there were struggles behind the scenes that he didn't see a hundred percent. Um, but like, I remember like my parents talking to me and like, we would go to the grocery store and have to put groceries back because like, we didn't have the money to pay for it and yeah, like so that was traumatizing. That's always oh like, my gosh, most, oh my gosh, so yeah. traumatizing, and like I've tried to explain it to Jason because, you know, he'll talk about, you know, people, they, they've gotten their stimulus checks or whatever, let's just say that's what it is, and he was like, man, like I just wish they would invest that money and, you know, do this and that. Well, you know, $1,200 for somebody who has money already that may be able to level them up to something different but $1200 to somebody who has $7 that's not going to get them anywhere no. so they're just going to spend it where where they want to mm-hmm. they're going to go out to eat they're going to go to the mall and like that's a very poor mindset of just kind of like spending that money wherever you want but i don't really know how to explain that but it's just I that's it. a poor mindset and that that makes like you kind you of can't materialistic even
2: you're real, it's so feel like weird you can't, explain, even,
0: you can't it's even put like, it into
2: words you have, unless you've been through it
0: yes like right? you're you're so broke but then when you do run into a little bit money a little bit of money you just instantly want to spend it <laughs> because it's like you almost don't even know how to hang on to it and you don't know how to handle it because you've never mm-hmm. had it before so it's like I'm just gonna spend it and like you know we're getting around tax time you're gonna start seeing those like don't go blow your money on rims don't go blow your yeah. money you know going out to eat with your family whatever well you know yeah. the people that do that they never ever get to do that I remember waiting yeah. for tax time and my parents would take me out to dinner we were one of those families my parents would take me out to dinner my parents would go buy me new things and you know for them that made them feel good mm-hmm. to finally have an extra 200 of 300 dollars yep to spend on me and no, they weren't going to save it because saving that money wasn't going to get them anywhere because nothing else was coming in for them to save. They, they were never going to be able to save beyond that point. So why yeah. not just
2: spend it? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I don't totally disagree with that because I mean, if it's going to bring you joy, we are not here to work. I don't believe. I mean, we're here to learn from working mm-hmm. and all these things in life, but I also do think like I'm trying to change my mindset on money and it's money isn't just to survive because if we use money just to survive, we're never going to actually enjoy our time here <laughs> mm-hmm. and enjoying your time here is just as important. You know, I know money is energy. You need it to survive. It's never going away, but we also have to enjoy what the t- little time we have here to learn. I our could lessons. Not agree more. I literally could yeah. agree more because my I'm trying is to like like that.
0: A thing or two from being poor. You know, like you could yeah. learn a thing or two. Like money, it is important, but just go fucking enjoy yourself every once in a while. Yeah. You know, everything people is not that, about
2: money. It is not people that about are millionaires that
0: and are fucking stingy about their money are miserable. Miserable ass fucking people because they're so goddamn stingy they don't wanna they don't wanna bring joy to anybody else besides seeing those zeros in their bank account. Nobody gives a shit. When you die, nobody's gonna care that you're a millionaire. Nobody's gonna, gonna care that you He's have not take it with you. Yeah, you don't right. take it with you, w- with you when you go, so just...
2: I keep trying to tell my family, like, my happiness does not revolve around how much money is in my bank account. Yeah. It doesn't. Does it yeah. stress me out if I don't feel like I have enough? But then, yes, absolutely, because money is such a big part in everyone's life. Like, you do need it to survive, and it fucking sucks how much you do need in order to even but have You have a to remind yourself it's life. not your happiness. But mm-hmm. I still can be happy and not be some rich ass bitch that can do whatever I want like I am still happy yeah and, and I don't know there's just not many people that think like that it's all materialistic type of things like if I have money I can get this and I can be happy mm-hmm. if I have money I the can do this the more people that can... think it the more likelihood everyone will start to think it so that's why we're having this conversation yeah <laughs> and I, would, I will never be on that level I'm like if when I get money Will it add some level of happiness in a different part of my life? Absolutely. But it's not going to fulfill all my happiness and all my needs and stuff. I don't know. I don't get how people can let it revolve around every single thing that they do.
0: Yeah, no, I've I've been in a a mental rut to say the least. And, you know, yesterday I got the money and my bills were paid and then some. And honestly, I don't feel any better today. (laughs) Like... Mentally, like I don't feel much better, yeah. and there's deeper issues beyond just the fact that I didn't have a thousand dollars.
2: You know what I mean? It's like the attachment of our worth to the amount of money that's in our bank account. Yeah. and it's like the deprogramming of that. And I've been trying to like find my worth elsewhere because that was always like the biggest thing for me. Like growing up, like my parents were divorced. My dad barely pay child support it got to the point where then he just never did and like my mom never took him support and I was like at a very young age I had the thoughts am I like not worth that and so that's just like stuck with me all through adulthood and then growing up my mom like got remarried and my stepdad would always ask like more into my adulthood like as like an adult but like hi do you have a good day at the salon like how much did you make today And like, I would say, you know, Oh, it's kind of slow. And then I could feel the energy be like, Oh, okay. And then he would just like back off and like, we like the conversation would end. But if I had a really good day and made a shit ton of money he'd be like, Oh wow, that's so cool. Like, you know, and then like be more engaging with me. So like, I was like attaching my worth to my money around my loved ones. You know what I mean? So now that I no longer live at home and I'm in my own space, like I am like so sacred in this environment and it's like. A big process that I've been working on, like the last year, year and a half, is like deprogramming and trying not to attach my worth to my money so fucking much and attaching it to other things, like my experiences and like the people in my life. It's just really like I feel like what I have to offer. In general, right now, we're like literally deprogramming ourselves from every thought we ever had back before like 2020, really. Yeah. No, but <laughs> you have to really realize that it's. All, you have complete control of your thoughts and like I'm it's all the about all activism, the cycles all the cycles of <laughs> see, ya. <laughs> see ya I saw something <laughs> the other
0: day that said um I shared it and I fucking balled my eyes out when I saw it and it was um this girl she was just holding a sign and it said it ran in the family until it ran into me mm. <laughs> and that's facts like yeah, it ran in the family is, until oh, it, it ran gosh. into me and yep. it our legacy will never be the same after me. No. I'm raising my daughter differently. Same. I'm different. Like, you know, I don't, yes. I love my family. I, I love my family more than anything in the world. But honestly, um, this pandemic and being away from them and not not really being in that energy space for, you know, extended periods of time, I think has helped me because I've kind of been able to disconnect from that a little bit. And mm-hmm. um. Because when I'm in that situation, I kind of revert back to the way that I was and being here now by myself and with the family that I'm creating, I think that I'm in a better space. I love my family and I never want them to take that in, in a bad light, but.
2: You don't want them to think that like they grew you up wrong or anything. It's not like you're a terrible person because of the things that you did but you're going to do something different. And that's what I keep telling my family. It's not like what you guys did was wrong and terrible and bad. I'm a good person, but I will not be raising my kids like that. And I'm not like that. And you guys have known that from the beginning and it's going to continue to be different.
0: (laughs) I would love to like sit down and like, I may even do this, but I would love to like sit down and record something with my dad. Um, Because my dad tells me that all the time. Like, I don't want you to grow up like me. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be different. I don't, you know, my dad tells me all the time, I don't want you to drink. I don't want you to, you know, do any of the things that I did. And I love that he has so much like accountability for that. And that means a lot to me. Um, I've been to rehab like nine times in the past, like maybe not nine. I think like it was six times in the, since I was 18, I'm 24. So like, you know what I mean? It's, it's rough, but he has a lot of accountability for that. And it's nice to be able to see those generations kind of see where they may have fucked up a little bit.
2: when I think that's like the biggest key to like growth and evolving is just taking fucking responsibility for like your play in it and like your actions. Like even these situations that like I find myself in like financially or whatever. I'm like, I did this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I yeah. put myself here and I'm the only one that can get me out of it yeah and sometimes you have to sit in that so that you know that you'll never go back again it is it's like reprogramming and like just like redefining like your nervous system because I think I was telling a list like this last week or whatever when you know my bank account would drop below a certain number that I didn't love I'd be like oh fuck I gotta make money and I would just start to like hustle and grind and like put out programs or promotions whatever and it's like no like I'm trying to just sit in the uncomfortable and, like, watch the bank account drop or whatever it's correlated to. But just, like, trying to, like, be okay with that and, like, recognizing, like, it's different and, like, I wanted fucking different, so here we are having different. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) She's so cute. (laughs) I also
0: wonder, too, Molly, just because I feel like you and I are really in sync a lot of times um, as far as, like, where our energy is at Mm -hmm. and um, it's been that way forever – But you know, like your bank account was negative because mine was. Right. And I just, you know, you hustling and you kind of like maybe not allowing yourself to just sit in that, like it made me scramble and you were scrambling and like we just weren't like we weren't in a good space either of us. So that money was not coming to us at all. At all. And I honestly (laughs) think like we both just sat there and we're like, okay, we need to chill the fuck out a little bit. Chill out. It's fine. Yeah, like we're gonna figure it out, and literally the next day it was figured out.
2: Well, and even like you texted me right before we started this, <clears throat> and you're like, "Hey, yes. let me know if there's anything you want for the salon. It's like a couple hundred yeah. bucks." My aunt's like bugging me; she wants to get us something, and yes. I literally had been looking at this looking like green futon couch for our break room all weekend. It was like two fifty or something, and I was like, "This yes. is serious."
0: No, literally, she was like, "What <laughs> do you want?" Like, and and honestly, like. It's funny because this, that's my mom's side of the family and they're very wealthy, like extremely wealthy. Um, and it's just funny because like for her, like she's going to text me back with like a confirmation code. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. because she's just going to be like, whatever, it's yours. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, her mindset with money, I want to be there.
2: You should so talk like all about the manifestation. So you're like, yeah. she, you wanted that money though. So she came to you and gave it to you because you wanted yeah. it. And I'm trying to learn how to like, bring those things to myself by thinking about them in a positive light and maybe that's what you were doing is like by you thinking all these positive things about the money she's like oh yeah i need to go get her a gift and you're like oh. yeah and so just just the manifestation of that Well, it's like you a every, everything that we want is already existing and like if we're going we want it like in another parallel universe okay hey. And it's like, we just have to vibrationally match that energy to have it. Isn't it crazy that you just need to switch your mindset and your energy just in the slightest bit for some shit like that? It doesn't take any more energy to manifest $10 as it does 10 million. Yeah. Like you just get in your own head and you feel like you're stuck and you're not. And it's so Mm -hmm. hard to get into the position where, you know, you're like, you know what? Fuck this. (laughs) Like I'm going to switch up energy. I know that this shit's going to come but to get to of that course. point it's yeah. hard
1: <laughs> it not is.
2: everything happens overnight like that but no. for the most part, if you're not getting what you want it's because you need to level yourself up in other ways you need yep. to educate yourself about something specifically so that whenever that item is ready for you you like feel it in your heart 100 percent and it's ready for you so yeah you know if but you're in- not there energetically you have to be definitely and I think right now like I feel like everything is kind of moving in a direction where the things that we all believe in and love and do, you know, with like manifesting, meditation, mindset, all the things, it's becoming like a little more mainstream and like trendy. But I think that now that is like such an awareness that, you know, those like self care things that are like that are so important. It's now it's not even just like self care. It's like normal fucking routine. Like you need to like meditate, like you fucking shower and like you need to like feed your spirit just like you do like your actual body. But then it's also on the flip side of it, we're moving in such an era to where I think that like we're basically talking about now is we need to like do the hard shit and like the shadow work and like just like go internally and like figure out like why these things are so deeply like seated in us and like what the root of it is, not just like the fluffy like. I'm going to do a face mask and, like, meditate. You and know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like it's so deeply ingrained in us because everyone before us in our family just pushed everything under the rug. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. no one else in our family did internal work. No one else wanted to try and deal with that shit and realize, like, they have some serious ish- serious issues going on. Everyone yeah, yeah. just pushed under the rug because it's hard. And when you're a kid, you think they're perfect, and they're not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah like them so then you pick up on your on their mannerisms and look now you're in the same spot and you're pushing everything under the rug oh yeah i thought my dad was my
0: dad could do no wrong my dad could do no wrong in my eyes because you know in my hometown my dad is like extremely extremely like highly respected i mean like you know everybody knows my dad my dad announces football games, like, that's just who my dad is, he is literally the voice of my hometown, Mm -hmm. and, you know, for me, he could do no wrong, but it's just funny, because behind closed doors, like, a lot of shit was, you know, going down, like, he was really fucking sick, you Mm -hmm. know, he was a great dad, don't get me wrong, he treated me like gold, but, man, he was sick as fuck, and it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of shit that goes on, Mm -hmm. that people don't want to work on, or work through, or, you know, it just, again, gets shoved under
2: the rug and mm-hmm. covered up. And I feel like we are the generation that's, like, now, like, okay, fix it. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. My no, mom it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. With she, My mom works, um, like, in corporate America, but they have, like, younger Thank interns. You. And she talks about how their mindset, she can tell that they're just so different. And, like, her generation believes in, like, you work, you work, you work, you make your money, you work, you work. And, like, our generation is like work and play balance like it's more about yeah. balancing and your lifestyle and like being happy and doing the things that you like than That's it is why I couldn't fit working. into corporate America <laughs> exactly right but like yeah. everyone in her like play and in, in the corporate area that she's in all of them are older and they all think that way and they think it's like insane that like the, these young kids they think that they're lazy but really they're not like yeah
1: it's people a tell movement really <laughs>
2: No one that needs to be stressed and tight on money and just working, 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 working. You aren't here, like Kimberly said earlier, to just work your life away. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you're still stressed work, and tight but on make money and your, you your ass off.
2: <laughs> yeah. You but know? that's how exactly. you make your work fun. Choose something that you can see yourself doing for 20, 30 years and enjoying doing it so that you're not stressed getting up to from you know barely sleeping the night before like that way you look forward to going to work and otherwise every dollar you make from that is always going to feel like shit Mm. and then you're always going to attract more shit because you feel like shit Mm. so if you're waking up and feeling good about doing hair so I wake up I have a set hourly price on my color I feel great I quoted her four hours I know it's gonna happen and I feel good about the work I'm gonna do when that money comes in I know I earned it. I'm more than happy to offer a service on someone who appreciates me and I appreciate them. And that makes me happy doing the stuff I did before um, the corporate jobs. I never got that satisfaction out of the job. I always felt like a fraud or that I didn't deserve it, but that I actually wanted more because I wasn't getting paid enough. So it was like, there was just negative energy there versus now I'm doing what I want and I'm happy to do it. So it's just a constant, constant positivity with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah such a difference in our space I'm just like so obsessed and I never want to (laughs) leave it it's the best (laughs) I love having
0: I love having Laura up there with me now like I don't know it just seems so much more like a collective space now and I'm not just like chilling up there on myself
2: you know yeah I feel like the desk really like just brought everything together in the last week it was weird it did I love (laughs) it yeah I'm literally so Oh, it's just so good. All right, all so, so let's wrap it up. We'll all kind of just take a turn here. In closing, like, what is something that you kind of, like, are taking away from, like, this episode and that
1: you feel like people should, like, take away and move forward with? Kim, I'll start with you.
2: Um. Well, I think I'm doing a lot of things behind the scenes, and so this is good for me to talk about some of it, but to also, like, If I'm going to talk about it, I need to continue on it and do those things. So I'm preaching what, or doing what I'm preaching or whatever that saying is. So um, just keep, you know, just keep on doing the work behind the scenes that you don't have to show the world what you're doing to be successful and to get what you want. By doing the things behind the scenes, you can also be just as successful as someone who's like plastering it all over Instagram. So yeah,
1: absolutely. I love that. What about you, Liz?
2: I think well there's a couple big takeaways I feel like but I think like the really big thing is like we're all going through the same thing and like everyone thinks that like no one else is struggling but every single one of us is and isn't it crazy that we're all having this conversation and everyone's saying a little bit of the same exact things and none of us knew any of that was happening and like we all would help each other and talk through it too but everyone's so scared yeah And just about, like, it's okay to ask for help. Like, I feel like I need constant reminders, like, that it is okay to ask for help. And just, like, what your mom told you about, Gabby, about you and your mans and stuff and asking for help, like, that really hit home. And it's just about, like, asking other people, too. I don't know. Like, I think I needed to have this conversation just to put things back into perspective. Because I feel like sometimes you lose that when you get too stressed about certain things and you start dwelling and then you're like, fuck, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Gabby? Um,
0: I kind of a little bit what Liz said, mm-hmm. um, you know, just not being afraid to ask for help. Um, but another thing, like not, not brushing things under the rug is something that I really need to work on. Um, I need to be more open with myself about the struggles that I'm going through and, be more open with like the people around me that love me and care about me um, because I have sent myself like into a spiral recently Um, and that all stemmed from me bottling things up and not telling people what I was going through when if I would have just said those things to them um, I would have been in a lot better place mentally and now I kind of have to dig myself out of that Because I let myself spiral so bad. So just not brushing things under the rug because inevitably that carries through generation to generation. And I don't want my daughter to see me brush things under the rug. I want her to see me like feel and actually go through things and not just see, well, mommy brushed that under the rug. So I'm going to do that too. Like feel what you're feeling, babe. And tell me and tell people that care about you and people that love you and don't push them away.
2: Mm-hmm. and let I them couldn't help have you. Said it any better. Yeah, I know. Bye, girl.
0: Being a mama changes changes shit. You <laughs> I'm telling you what, that has changed me for the fucking better. I There's there's things that I will do for myself now and change about myself now. Molly I know you feel this. I am a better woman because I am her mom and I'm a better woman for myself because I want her to be the best woman that she can be.
2: Yeah. It's weird when you have a little human like watching you at all times. Yeah. What about you, Molly? I mean, Would you think kind of creepy? Kind of creepy, like my daughter right now, peeking out. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, y'all nailed it because that's exactly how I've been feeling. Um, I need to like receive more, um, and I need to just keep like doing my things that like fuel me and like staying really focused with like my meditation and like just doing things that make me personally happy and that aren't and so materialistic. <laughs> yeah um and just like not attaching my worth so much to my bank account because it'd be flexing right now (laughs) but uh, i know that says nothing about your heart though right exactly it's like nothing (laughs) about my person is like related to that and like said, like everything is temporary and i know that like this is just like a very temporary phase but it was like a very necessary phase um, for all of us to like endure and just learn and like grow through and just sitting in the uncomfortable more is like yeah. what I need to do. Anyone mm-hmm. really but know?
0: I didn't even know that this was really what we were going to be talking about today. But I fucking needed,
2: this. <laughs> bro. I,
0: like I needed to talk about it this. It could have went so many there. other
2: directions, but it went this direction for a reason. For all yeah, of us, yeah. So. per you. This is be-
0: It's very clear that this is what everybody needed to talk about today. Yep. Absolutely. And there are so many people <laughs> I was going to say, this means somebody
2: needs to hear this.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so the many people. The collective, collective are is hear this.
2: screaming and needs to hear this. <laughs> yes. And they're going to be like, God damn. Money ain't everything. Money buys nice things and you should use it. And also, don't go use it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but. I think that's probably the hardest part for me is just like knowing that like it's just energy and, you know, it all works out for me. Everything's always working out for me. All as well <laughs> and so is always is. working out for me. Always. <laughs> all right, babe. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. There were so many good nuggets in there and just such wisdom. Um, that's very relatable and i know so many people in my inner and outer circles are just honestly going through the same things uh we recorded this during mercury retrograde so it's been like a few weeks now and now we're heading into a big new energy shift now that that's all over and it just feels so light and different since that recording but so much of it is still just so relevant and everything that's happened with the pandemic and i'm So close with so many small business owners that it's just affected the economy and America so much that I know this is going to resonate and really hit home for you guys. So definitely leave us some love, leave us a review, share in your stories, tag me. I always love to hear your thoughts and what you guys think of the episodes. I'm really looking forward to the next episode you guys are going to hear. I'm done saying it's gonna be this date or this day of the week because it really just happens when I feel like I'm ready to do an episode. Um, However, this week I am recording an episode with one of my girlfriends. Um, and honestly, she's a mentor of mine, whether she realizes it or not, but her name is Kelsey Aida. She's an author and she's a coach. You will love her. She has her own podcast as well. So we'll talk about all of that on the next episode. And I really can't wait. It's going to be amazing, but thank you guys so much. I love you.